0: It's Thursday, May 7th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. First, unemployment numbers are in, and surprise, surprise, they're not good. With all the bad economy news we're getting lately, why is the stock market doing okay? We'll explain. Then, school is back in session, at least in parts of Montana. We'll tell you what the plan is for how to get the first students in the U.S. back to class. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. This episode is brought to you by The Great, only on Hulu. Okay, the COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly changing story with lots of moving parts. And we're going to help you sort out what exactly you need to know, starting with the three big developments of the day. Every Thursday, the Department of Labor puts out weekly unemployment numbers. And every week recently, the numbers paint a bleak picture. Today was no different. In the past week, another three million people filed for unemployment in the US. That means over the past seven weeks since the economy largely shut down, more than 33 million people have told the federal government, hi, I'm unemployed and I need help. When you look at the numbers on a state-by-state level, in some places, one in every four people is currently out of work. More bad news is expected tomorrow, when the Labor Department releases the monthly, as opposed to weekly, jobs report. That report is expected to show an unemployment rate of 15%, or more. The last time the rate was that high? The Great Depression. So, unemployment is up consumer spending is down. Both factors that experts say signals were headed toward a recession. Despite this, you may have noticed that one thing does seem to be doing okay, the stock market. Why is that? It may have to do with the Federal Reserve, which is the US's central bank, and the federal government. They've both been pumping money into the economy, with the Fed buying up corporate debt and Congress passing relief packages. Investors in the stock market are betting that those moves will allow big companies to survive this downturn. It also helps that these big publicly traded companies have more access to capital and are more likely to rebound from an economic crisis than, say, your neighborhood coffee shop. Finally, the markets indicate that investors are staying confident as companies work on COVID-19 treatments and potential vaccines, hence why the stock market looks okay while the economy is spiraling. But keep in mind, like with most things COVID-19 related, there's no guarantee that the stock market will stay this way or that investors are right. In the meantime, if you or a loved one is unemployed and are looking for resources to help, we've got you covered. Head over to theskim.com slash unemployment for more. There's also some big news today out of rural Montana where some of the first students in the U.S. are going back to school. Montana's had fewer than 500 confirmed cases of COVID-19 thus far. And now case numbers are dropping. So Governor Steve Bullock said schools there could reopen as soon as today. It's up to local districts to decide how and when to do that. But now superintendents in rural areas are ringing the morning bell. So what's their plan? First, it's important to note that most of these schools have fewer than 100 students, which makes social distancing a bit easier. At some schools, students are spread out across different rooms and it's still BYO lunch. Others are alternating days where students attend in person. They're also taking temperatures, taking class outside as much as possible and implementing extra cleaning measures. President Trump wants more schools to reopen around the country, but says teachers over the age of 60 should still teach remotely. So small schools in Montana are taking that first step, but it might be a while before students in more populated areas are hitting the book's IRL. Our third story of the day is about Ahmad Arbery. You may have seen his name in headlines today. Back in February, Arbery, a 25-year-old black man, was jogging in a neighborhood in Georgia. According to a police report, he was allegedly chased down by two men in a pickup truck, a former police officer, Gregory McMichael, and his son, Travis, who thought Arbery might be a burglar. Police documents said that after catching up to Arbery, there was a struggle between him and Travis McMichael, who had a shotgun. Arbery, who was not armed, was then shot and killed. Like we said, this happened in February. So why is this story making so many headlines now? Well, since Arbery's death, no arrests have been made. And so far, three prosecutors have been assigned to the case. The first two had to recuse because of conflicts of interest. One of those prosecutors who recused though, told police that the two men should not be indicted because the way they followed Arbery was within Georgia's citizen's arrest laws and that the way they acted was also within the state's self-defense laws. Then on Tuesday, a short video surfaced online, allegedly showing the moment when Arbery was killed. And now, lawyers for Arbery's family are putting pressure on authorities to make an arrest. Here's Wanda Arbery, Ahmad's mother. I do believe that Ahmad was just out for his daily job. Um, I have believed that since day one. Um, he's been doing this for for years. The new Georgia prosecutor assigned to review the case wants a grand jury to decide whether criminal charges should be brought against the McMichaels. Part of the issue here? Well, because of the pandemic, courts are technically closed, and they likely won't be open until maybe mid-June. Still, after the video's release, protesters hit the streets of the neighborhood where Arbery was killed. Criminal justice advocates, politicians, and celebrities are also calling for a formal investigation, including former Senate candidate Stacey Abrams and presidential hopeful VP Joe Biden. And more protests are reportedly planned for tomorrow, which is actually Arbery's birthday. And in honor of his life, supporters will be jogging 2.23 miles to represent February 23rd, the date of Arbery's death. And online, they plan to spread the word using the hashtag IRunWithMod. Like we said, there's a lot happening right now. To keep up to date on the latest news, including headlines about COVID-19, head over to theskim.com slash news. Hey, history buffs and comedy fans and drama fans and, well, TV fans. We're excited to introduce you to a new show you won't want to miss. We're talking about The Great on Hulu, starring Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. It's a satirical comedic drama about the rise of Catherine the Great. Watch Catherine transform from an outsider to the longest-reigning female ruler in Russian history. All she had to do is kill her husband, beat the church, baffle the military, and get the court on her side. Catch all episodes of The Great May 15th, only on Hulu. Okay, we're pressing pause on the latest stories to talk about Teacher Appreciation Week. These days, there are a lot of parents out there taking on the unexpected role of teacher to their kids at home. But there are also a lot of teachers who are unexpectedly out of the classroom. I really miss my student. That's Megan Gray. She's a math teacher in Gilbert, Arizona, and has been teaching eighth graders and high schoolers for 13 years. Teaching can be a really tough job, but it's also a really special one. And even though she's taken her lessons online, she's also teaching her own children. Now, instead of just teaching algebra and geometry, I'm also now teaching basic phonics and counting numbers to my own two kids who are four and two. Talk about a change of pace. So we asked Megan what advice she has for everyone out there who are now parents slash full-time at-home teachers. It might not be exactly what you expected, but you should really cherish this time with your kids. It's not normal to have this much time. So some of the best advice i can give you is make sure there's a separation between school time and home time if you can and you have materials from their teachers but if you can't just involve your kids in everyday activities that use reading and basic math skills science so on so they can see it all in action with you it doesn't have to be complicated remember they may not really know what's going on in the world right now but no matter what you're the essential person in their lives no matter your situation, sometimes you just need to press pause. And every week, we send out an email with some of our favorite things to help you take a break. To sign up, head on over to the skim.com press pause. And that's all for Skim This. Remember, we want to hear your shout outs. Maybe it's a message for a friend working on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic. Or a loved one who you can't physically meet up with right now. Give us a call at 646-461-6370 and leave us a voicemail. For more updates throughout the day, follow us on Instagram at The